Welcome to the Punk Rock Preschool Podcast with your host, Mr. G. For those about to learn, we salute you. Hello, party people. Thank you for joining us today on the Punk Rock Preschool Podcast, where we are changing the world one classroom at a time. That classroom is your classroom. I'm your host, Jared Geller, Mr. G. And if you haven't done so already, please check out episodes 9 and episodes 11. Those were part 1 and part 2 because today's episode is part 3, act 3 of the story of your year. The big finale, the ending, the climax where all the great stuff comes together. And I mean, you will not want your year to end. As antsy as your kids can be right now at the end of the year, you are not going to want your year to end because kids are just going to be blasting off unleashing their potential, which that's what Act 3 is all about. Act 1, discovering potential. Students were discovering all they could do and all there was to learn in the world. Act 2, unlocking potential, figuring out all the ways they could use what they learned to apply to their life in health or to make society a better place with government or charity or civics or business. All those different things we talked about in those two episodes. So if you haven't listened to Episodes 9 and Episodes 11, please go check them out. I'll leave the links in the show notes. But this episode is unleashing potential where your students bring all they learned all year put it together and start creating things that they can spread to the whole world and that's like becoming heroes becoming people that can save the world just like any great hero so if you're ready for act three let's get into it lights camera action so in act one students discovered that they could change the world by learning about the world they discovered that hard work and a love of learning could carry them past any obstacle. And then in act two, your class began to unlock that potential. They saw what they could do. They saw how school could help them reach their goals. And so you started giving them the tools on how they can get there, how they can make an impact on real life, use everything they learned and put it to work in their lives to make their lives better. And that that meant whether it was feeling good from exercising or uh, recognizing that they could start a business that could solve a problem, And there's businesses all over the community, any restaurant, any shop, any store. They see businesses all the time. And so they could see, oh, wow, I could start a business. Or they could learn about, you know, politics is certainly in the news all the time. You can't avoid it. So they could learn that they could be president or they could, you know, fix all the problems that all somebody's complaining about, whatever it is. Somebody's complaining about uh, some problem, then they could fix it. And these are, you give them all those tools in Act Two. But now in Act Three, kids get to unleash their potential which again, these aren't just buzzwords. I know they sound really buzzwordy, but they really are unleashing their potential because we're doing all these different things and we'll get into this in the strategies, but we're continuing our entrepreneurship unit. We're writing our own business plans and we're taking the music that we made in class. We're sending it out to local and national news for publicity. And that's a concept that we covered in Act Two. We're t- uh, so we're using that to solve a problem, to say we are entrepreneurs, we're solving a problem that educational music is boring. And we're making it fun with our music. But you can video stuff in your class too and make entrepreneurship just saying, we're going to teach kids. That's the problem we want to solve. We want to make kids smarter and harder working and learn the things that we're learning in our classroom. No matter what it is that you're learning, you can do that in your classroom in this act three. You don't have to have a whole musical, uh, you know, original musical songs and stuff like we did. That's obviously unique, but you could do something too. You can make your own songs, do whatever you want. But even just down to filming the classroom, Filming your lessons, it will help students understand that they're providing a service. They're providing something valuable. So you're continuing that throughout uh, throughout Act 3. 
And then the last nine weeks, more so than just continuing what you did in the earlier in the year, although that's important, you're also getting into art and science, which to end the year, art and science, I think is perfect. It's a mix of the left and the right brain. It's creativity and it's logic. And they really are intertwined. They're not separate things. And this gets the, the left brain and the right brain both firing off at the exact same time. And it gives kids an opportunity to take everything they learned and put it together into one thing, like, a, like an art project. If they want to communicate a message that they, uh, that they feel really strongly about, they can draw a picture or they can write a story or they can do a dance or write a song. And that's what we're doing with our music as well. But anyway, we'll get more into that. This is what the setup of Act 3 looks like. And more so, Act 3 is about unleashing potential. So how does art and science unleash potential? Think about it. We just talked about the Earth and making the Earth a better place, making the world a better place, and society a better place, all these different things. Then we can get into science, and you can start learning about cures for diseases that you know, change the whole world, change the way people live. You could talk about, I mean, there's plenty uh, from polio to smallpox, all this. You could talk about, I mean, just chickenpox. Uh, because every kid gets a chickenpox vaccine. Talk about if nobody came up with that chickenpox vaccine, here's what life was like a long time ago. Like, it was scary. So science can change the world, change history. Making an invention, like the iPhone, changes history. So if you're an inventor, if you're a scientist, if you are an astronomer, you're taking it further, that, or an astrophysicist, you're taking it further than just changing the world. You're talking about, you're talking about changing the universe. And there's plenty of other things that, they, that kids can do to unleash their potentials. If, and you're talking about jobs all year to go with each unit that you talk about. So when you're talking about dinosaurs, tell the kids, if you love dinosaurs, you can be a paleontologist. If you love chemistry, you can be a chemist. If you love outer space, you can be an astronaut or an astronomer. You give, give your students all these opportunities. So by the end of the year, they're saying they've got just a million different things that they can do. They've got passions. They've got, they're just ready to take off. And then also with art, art unleashes potential because who are the, what are the things that your kids, they're, they're most recognizable, the most recognizable figures. They're celebrities or cartoon characters or musicians. They're artists. So if you create art, you can spread a message to millions and millions and millions of people by creating a great TV show or a great song or a great piece of, just a great piece of art in general, anything. So that's also a totally powerful, empowering concept for kids that they can create art to express who they are, how they feel, and what they've learned, and that can reach the whole world. Or they can create science that will not just impact the people today, but it will save, save people for hundreds and hundreds of years in the future. How cool is that? So let's get into the mindset that's going to leave your students prepared to take on the world, to make a change in the world that's so impactful, that changes history, that is unleashing their potential. What do we have to do? Mindset shift. And this mindset shift is our old mindset, is students are going to leave my classroom ready for kindergarten. And again, like most mindset shifts, that's not a bad mindset. That's a good mindset to have. Add on to it. The new mindset is students are going to leave my classroom ready to take on a competitive world. So I know that sounds big. I know that sounds like a huge task. They're just preschoolers. They're just kindergarten. But what's our job? Our job is to prepare them for the world. Our job is to prepare them for life. Our job is not to just be a filler year that gets them set up for kindergarten and we hope their kindergarten teacher prepares them for first grade and then the first grade teacher prepares them for second grade and it goes on and on until you get to 12th grade and it's like are we just relying on our 12th grade teachers to prepare kids for life because because that's not going to play out well at all 
students, kids live up to their environment and their expectations. I don't remember which episode it was, but I talked about how I've seen, I've seen on Human Planet kids, four-year-olds, go out and hunt their breakfast in the jungle, hunt tarantulas for breakfast, cook it, eat it. And I've seen some literature that says, our, you know, our students can't even, you know, it's, it's developmentally inappropriate to ask them to use a, a fork and knife and stuff. It's like, no, kids, if you tell them that, then yeah, they're not going to live, they're, they're going to live up to those expectations and the environment. But if you give them an environment where, not, not that it's sink or swim, but where they're challenged with support, they're going to keep rising up to that challenge. And another great reason why you, why you can do these advanced things in pre-K, students are sponges. We always talk about how little kids are sponges, so let's help them absorb as much as they can. They're open books. They don't have any preconceived notions about what pre-K should be or what school should be, or they're not ready to argue, argue about stuff, or they don't have an idea already that they're ready to uh, that's conflict, that something you teach conflicts with them. They're just open-minded. They're ready to learn, and if you make it fun and exciting and convince them that it's worth learning about, they can learn anything, which is why I talk about having them ready to take on a competitive world, which if you look at this whole story of the year between environmentalism and community and leadership and culture, and uh, I mean, it just goes, it just keeps going down the list. Business, civics, health, science, art, they are ready to take on the world. That is a great base knowledge to go out and find a passion, pick a passion from some of those things and be ready to go. So that's a big reason. That's a big part of what I mean when I say Old mindset, students leave my classroom ready for kindergarten. New mindset, students leave my classroom ready to take on a competitive world. So let's get into our strategies, which are just going over the different, the two major parts, basically, and then the celebration at the end of the year. So strategy number one is talking about the art unit and how that unleashes potential. So let's think about it. Our art unit goes through performance art, which is the music videos, it's filming the music videos, it's directing, it's acting, which we have a lot of fun with acting because you have every kid come up and say, show me angry, show me sad. And they they put their, their acting faces on and it's really awesome. Show me worried. And I mean, it's really cool. It's a fun, fun exercise to do. So we do acting and we do music videos and we promote those music videos. And then we do all this other art, murals and mosaics and collages and scratch art, origami and uh, sculptures. We do architecture and portraits and coloring. And I always wanted to get to pottery. We never got a chance to do pottery. We'll even do fashion design. So you can go get like a t-shirt at, I mean, that's another thing. Kids wear shirts. So you say you're going to design a shirt that everyone's going to wear. That is unleashing potential. Just like what I was saying uh, a few minutes ago, where the art is a vehicle to put your mark on something, your creation, something total creativity that you own and unleash that out to the world and see how they like it. Have kids create these, these structures, have them create sculptures and architecture and they can see buildings that have been been in the world for thousands of years the pyramids show them the pyramids that's architecture that has been in the world for thousands of years somebody designed those pyramids and well maybe uh some somebody designed those pyramids and built them and that's a testament to architecture even something like the the eiffel tower or the empire state building or uh the coliseum the coliseum another thing that's been there for thousands of years because there was an artist um, painting sculptures, all this kind of stuff, like I was saying. And then the big thing that I want to get into is writing our stories. So strategy number two, let's get into strategy number two and call that writing the stories. So strategy number two, writing stories where I had each student write their own stories. I said, guys, we're all going to write our own stories. We're talking about creativity. We're even talking about symbolism, which again, you think symbolism, high level concept, but we learned about symbolism. I just said, what does the color red 
What do you think of when you see the color red? And they said, stop, or blood, or danger. Those are exactly right. Or green, they, nature, uh, grass, and trees, money. I'm like, yeah, guys, you get it. You know exactly they can get symbolism. So they're thinking abstractly at this point. That's another unleashing potential kind of thing. But they're also creating their own story. So creativity at the highest level of blooms. And they can take, they can have, have their story have a message, or they can have their story just be, you know, Batman versus Hulk. We had a Batman versus Hulk story, I remember. And then we had stories about, you know, people uh, being a doctor and saving the day for, for sick kids and, you know, trying to send a message about why health is important. So there's just a wide range, but kids get to bring their creativity out. And to get through this, I mean, what I did is I just had them tell me their story and then I would write out each, each uh, page for them on an index card and just have them copy the words because most of my students were reading and writing at this point, but if I had to sit with sit with them and sound out each word and help them through each word. They weren't doing it independently enough or they could write a whole book. So we we worked through those sentences when I sat with them when we could. But for the most part, I was more concerned with the creativity of their story coming out, not the their ability to actually write the full story themselves because that is a little, a little too advanced. If kids can do it, awesome. Uh, that's incredible. But if they can't, you can write the story out and have them just copy the words. It's important that they're just coming up with the story and you're walking them through who's your main character, where are they, what's the setting, what's the problem, how does the problem get bad, why is it a big problem, you know, uh, what's the solution, what's, show me a picture of everybody happy at the end. So you got like a six, seven page story, but it turns out awesome. And then the kids all read the story to the class and I filmed that. And so that could go up on YouTube as well. And we could talk about how we're promoting, you know, kids writing and reading stories all these different things that they could use to unleash their potential on the world. And like, I don't think I finished up my thought on fashion design, but kids, we all had them draw their own t-shirt designs. Uh, I went out and got like $2 t-shirts from target and had them just use stencils and use fabric markers and all these different things. Uh, we actually had like a spray paint fabric marker thing that, uh, that we were using with stencils. So that was pretty cool. And then, so kids had their own t-shirt designs that they would wear back to school and they would say, oh, I'm going to sell this t-shirt and, and, you know, spread it to the rest of the world. And they could put their messages on t-shirts too. Again, areas and chances for them to unleash potential on the world. Strategy number three, we'll talk about the science unit. So in the science unit, our unit was another four weeks on earth science, outer space, chemistry, and physics. And then we, throughout this whole four weeks, we were doing experiments and talking about the scientific method as well. And how does this unleash potential? Well, I already talked about how inventions, obviously inventions get kids really jacked up. You tell them how the phone, the telephone used to be this big bulky thing stuck to your wall. And now it's something that you do pretty much everything on. And before all you could do, you couldn't even text. Like all you could do was make phone calls. Um, that's kind of mind blowing for kids. And you say, no, this guy, Steve Jobs, he invented this the iPhone and well, I guess not him technically, but, but you know what I mean? And it, uh, so you say they invented the iPhone and now everybody's got one and now everybody can look things up and watch videos and do all this stuff wherever they are. And I mean, you used to have to, if you didn't know where somebody was and they were out, you'd have to wait until they got home or leave them a message and wait or write them a letter. I mean, who knows? You know, it's, it's a really foreign idea for, for kids to, to see how far we've come because of inventions, how much the world has changed. And then outer space is another huge way to help them understand to unleash potential because they're discovering that there's so much left out there that's to be discovered. Um, Einstein has a quote about how we know just like a fraction of a fraction of what's even 
there to be discovered right now. Like, there's so much stuff out there that we don't even know that can be discovered. So, uh, or that can be studied and that can be learned about and that can be, uh, that breakthroughs can be made that change the whole world. So you look at a guy like Einstein or like Galileo, like these guys changed the whole world. They changed everything about the way science works. I mean, Einstein, he lived like a hundred years ago and people use his name to mean genius. Like this guy was alive with people that were, that are alive right now. And he was such such a monster, such a powerhouse that, that he, his name is synonymous with genius. So put that idea in your kids' heads, you know, have them think, you know, well, one day Juliana could be, could mean genius, could mean like someone say, oh, that person's a Juliana. And they'd be like, oh, that means they're really, really smart. That means they're really hardworking. Like, that's a crazy idea, but it's, I mean, you're not making it up. It actually happened not that long ago. So that's really empowering. And again, these are just more opportunities for them to see to unleash potential. Not just, yeah, you're giving them vehicles with science and art to unlock it, if you're going with the metaphor from the from Act 2, but more so it's unleashing it where you can spread the message clear as day with art and with science where it can reach not just the people that are all alive right now, but the people in the future. And for generations and generations, it will stick. You know, It will be a staple of history, the thing that you accomplished, the thing that you did. And that's, I mean... You can do it. That's what you tell your students. You can do it because they really can. Strategy number four is the celebration, the end of the year. So the last week of the school year is a celebration. I don't think we should be teaching anything in the last week of the school year. And celebrate how you see fit. We, I wrote a song called Let's Go to Kindergarten, which I will release hopefully next week, maybe the week after, depending on how the recording goes. Um, I had those little metaphorical gift bags with, you know, bubbles and... Um, candy and you know and they all have a little message for them you know uh i really don't remember what it was i'll see if i can find it and i will post it in the i'll post it on the blog post the uh if i can find what my little gift bag ideas were because i came up with them myself so if if you want to if you're looking for a little gift bag maybe you'll like the idea maybe not who knows put it out there like everything with punk rock preschool take what works for you and the same thing with the celebration if you want to hold a graduation ceremony we did that at our school but if you want to hold one for your class, however you want to do it, but definitely celebrate the students. And something I do at the end of the year is we'd go through all those jobs that, that we went over for each unit. So like I was saying before, you know, if you do a unit on plants, like you could be a botanist if you love plants and flowers, um, which that unit's actually coming out this week. So please keep an eye out for it. Um, the plants and flowers unit that's available at our Teachers Pay Teacher store or on our website. I'll put a link in the show notes. But the idea was that if you're if you are a if you love plants and flowers you can be a botanist or if you love i said before dinosaurs you can be a paleontologist if you love school you could be a teacher or if you love geography you can be a pilot so all these different ideas for students to take their passions take the things that you've learned and i would just ask them you know who wants to be a pilot and they'd all raise their hands and i'd mark it down and then i'd create a book of all the jobs of all the anchor charts that we made and I would give them out to each student with just the ones, just the jobs that they like. So they could leave preschool knowing here's all the opportunities, here's all the things that I was interested in or am interested in, and they can start planning their life from there. You know, like I said, have them ready to take on a competitive world. And the biggest tool to do that is a love of learning and a passion. If you have a passion and a love of learning, you can take on, you can do anything. You can, because you'll never stop. You'll just keep working hard. You'll just keep pushing through any challenge because you love what you do. And you know that any problem can be solved with learning. So 
for the celebration, the end of the year, that's a big thing. And then another thing that I did at the end of the year, strategy number five, is write a card to your student. Write a card and tell them how you feel, how, how much potential they have, everything they learned all year. Tell them where they started. Tell them where they ended up. Tell them how they've grown. Tell them what you've seen and how proud you are of everything they've accomplished, of who they've become as a person. Tell them all the great things that you love about them, their personality, their hard work, their work ethic, their, their family, their, their uh, friendship, their, their thinking, how, how well they think about things, how, you know, just their, I mean, there's so many different things. I mean, I, you could fit a lot of stuff into those, into those categories, so I don't want to start, you know, repeating myself. Um, but yeah, tell them what you love about their personality and about them as a student, who they are as a person and who they are as a student, and tell them about all you've seen them accomplish and really highlight you have all this potential. Look at what you did in preschool. Look at what you did at four years old, at five years old. There is nothing stopping you. And in that card, I really hope when I write that card, because I take, I, you know, I will write um, two pages in a pretty small text because I really want students to leave, my kids to leave my classroom with, with it being a source of inspiration. And and empowerment in their lives for, for years and years to come. So I want them to be able to look back on this card and look and just feel good about all those times that we had in preschool, in punk rock preschool, and what they accomplished at four years old, you know, being entrepreneurs, being entrepreneur, rock star, scientists, authors, um, at any age. They so so if they ever feel stuck in their lives, or even if they just they don't feel stuck, but if or if they need to pick me up or not, whether whatever it is. I hope that it is a positive boost in their lives. I hope that it does help them see that they can do anything and they did anything already because they already did something. They already accomplished everything, like so much that nobody thought they could in preschool. So nothing's stopping them from doing it again in the future. And by helping them see that potential, making it obvious, you know, really highlighting what they accomplished at a young age and recognizing that like all it takes is the right push and the right direction to like, to uh, to do anything, to, to, to accomplish all that they did when they unleashed their potential in your class, you've given them that right push. You've given them that right direction. And by writing these letters, I mean, I want my students to know that I'm always there for them. I mean, I literally write that out. I'm always here for you. I'll always love you. And I, I leave my phone number. So, you know, uh, as the years go on, I really hope that they, they keep this card or even if they just stumble upon it at the bottom of a drawer you know, in five or 10 years, um, I'm always, I'm always going to be there for them if they ever need anything. So I want them to know that. And I, and so that's another big thing that I do to help them because I hope that that can help them to continue to unleash that potential in the world that they never stop, that they always recognize that they have it within them to do anything. And that's a big purpose of those cards. And that's the purpose of the whole year as well as this third act, but the whole year it, it culminates into that big point where students get to unleash their potential and feel like they can just, I mean, become famous for their ideas and their creations. And that's a pretty, uh, pretty happy ending, I'd say. So if you want to head to punkrockpreschool.com, check out our freebie, our full year plan, which has pretty much every math, socio-emotional, literacy, gross motor skills standard, and then it has an order of every unit that I that we teach in punk rock preschool, all 36 units from Act 1 through Act 3. And so you could check that out, get the whole plan, and see what works for you and implement it the way that you want. If you want a more detailed plan, you can check it, check it out at 
punk rock preschool that has all the questions of the day, all the words of the day included, which that's, you know, about 175. Uh, it is 175, maybe 176 activities, words, questions of the day to really open up your students' minds, help them critically think about the world and about all these different advanced topics. This is how you teach it. So head to punkrockpreschool.com slash shop. You can get that one or uh, check the show notes for punkrockpreschool.com, our free full year plan, which goes through uh, like a table of contents of your whole year and breaks down your literacy and math standards that you are hitting throughout each unit. And then for a week-by-week -week breakdown of each theme and each literacy and math standard, you can get that at our Teacher Pay Teacher store, and that is also in the show notes. So as with the other two episodes, your year can be translated to Blooms. And Act 3 is the last two steps of Blooms. So you have Evaluate, which students can choose their best way to change the world, their best way to unleash their potential. They can be an artist, a musician, an actor, a director, scientist, an astronaut, all on the table, in addition to all the other things that you learned, being a part of a business, running a charity, being a government official or a politician. Um, and then you can even go back to, you know, environmentalism, being a scientist, being a doctor, being a teacher. There's lots of different avenues for students to make their impact on the world. And they can evaluate and pick the one that they want. And like I was talking about that job book that we give out at the end of the year for each student, whatever their picks are that they want to, uh, whatever their passions are, whatever their path is that they want to go down and change the world through that path they have so many different options because and way more than the beginning of the year where every girl comes in and they want to be elsa um and that's probably not the case anymore but that was the case for, for three years that every girl wanted to be elsa and every boy wanted to submit their job application to the power rangers and see if they were hiring a new color um not really the best career paths uh or spider you know a lot of kids want to be spider-man too um which when, it's actually kind of fun when you ask them uh, how they become Spider-Man, who they, you know, who hires Spider-Man and all that. Uh, it's it's funny just having them try to explain how they're going to become Spider-Man too, just like Spider-Man did. And it's a good exercise for them too because they do come up with some creative ways that they're going to become Spider-Man. Anyway, evaluate. You don't want them thinking up all year of ways to become Spider-Man. That's fun for the first week of school or whatever, but by the end of the year, you know, if they want to save people's lives... Help them understand they can be help students understand they could be a doctor, they could be a firefighter or a police officer, things like that. Um, open up their mind to all these options and let them evaluate which ones. And then create, we already went over, you know, we create a music video with the green screen, and you can see those music videos on um, I'll believe them in the show notes and on our YouTube channel. That we created our own original stories, which you can see all the students reading that in our read a story video. We created our own business plans, uh, science reports, uh, we had art portfolios with everything that I told you with art, with all the different uh, collage and mosaic and origami and everything we put in their stories, put it all into an art portfolio, inventions, all this stuff. These are all things that kids are creating in this unit. So again, evaluate, create, and then even synthesize. If you like using synthesize in terms of the Bloom's taxonomy, I'll give you an example with the business plans. Um, one of my students, Javion, he came up with a business plan for a monster he wanted to sell monster trucks that was his that was his idea and when i asked him how he's going to differentiate how is he going to sell monster trucks that are better or different than all the other people that sell monster trucks he says well my monster trucks aren't going to pollute and i said that's awesome dude how 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 are they not going to pollute how are they going to run if they're not running on gas and all that and he's like oh they're going to run on sounds and so in his business plan he draws up a picture of a monster truck within the back seat there's some lions and tigers and, and elephants 
that are just making noise and the his monster truck is powered on the lions and tigers and elephants roaring and and you know make it making all their noises which that's synthesizing that's creating and synthesizing taking everything we learned taking the environmentalism stuff taking the business stuff putting it into one idea and i mean it was awesome it was just that that kind of stuff is like when you see that you know that it's all working you know that the students really are unleashing their potential and i have so many stories like that but this episode's already getting pretty long so let's just run back in to the takeaways one actual next step is download that curriculum plan and sign up for our email list for updates uh subscribe to our teacher pay teacher store and you can get full units with everything mapped out for you so you can bring all this stuff if it's for you bring it into your classroom and inspire your students inspire the future leaders of the world which i say that quite a bit because that's really what you're doing and that's what happens when students get to unleash their potential so major takeaways let's just go over the whole story of your year act one students discover that learning is everywhere so first that's the whole first half of your year they learn that they can do anything they set their minds to that they can basically they can see that they can make an impact on the world because you are learning about pollution and stopping pollution and that's literally saving the planet literally saving the world you're also learning all of your letters and sounds and numbers and trying to get all the content all the memorization all the remember recall stuff get that done in the first act of the year so in act two and act three you can keep practicing all those standards and uh exactly what kind of things to focus on in each unit or week by week check the uh the curriculum plan or the um the full mapped out week by week plan for more uh more information on that act two students unlock their potential by finding lots of different outlets to change the world they know that they can change the world now they want to change it so how do they do it you show them they discover that they've got the power to change the world and you're going to help them take control over their lives with you know, help them with a unit on a unit on health and a unit on exercise where students can basically see how what they learn makes their lives better gives them more energy makes them stronger makes them faster then they can also see that with government and charity and business that whatever's in their head their ideas they can start imposing those ideas on creating their own reality willing their reality into existence and those three are you know three very obvious examples of ways that students can make a huge impact at once and then act three what we just went over unleashing potential kids are writing their own business plans they are taking everything they learned like i just said javion's plan to sell monster trucks that ran on sounds that's taking everything he learned we had we also i mean in act three we had a uh, my second year we had five students come to tulsa to perform in front of every teach for america uh, teacher 200 teachers they got on stage and we played two songs and they just i mean they performed better than i did they were probably less nervous than i was they stood on stage and played a concert like they could tell for, that's going to stick with them for the rest of their childhood for the rest of their lives that they played a huge concert in front of all these grown-ups and they got on stage and just sang their hearts out. It was awesome. So that's more of act three, more of unleashing that potential. They played a concert. So they can see that art can spread any message that you want it to spread. And science can, you know, basically impact the world, not just now, but in history. Like I was saying, Einstein, his name means genius. That's how much this guy impacted history. And then you look at the universe and you just you just see all that there is left to learn. Um so at this point, your students are they're just ready to take off to a whole new level. And as frustrating as the end of the year can be at times, you don't want the year to end. You're just saying, oh my God, like we can just we can learn anything now. We're about to because they know to read and write at this point. So there's way new possibilities. There's all this stuff that you just want to jump in, but 
that's a good spot. That is a as good a spot as any to set them up for kindergarten because with their potential just shooting through the stratosphere, I mean, you can't be doing a kindergarten teacher any more favors than that. And you can't be doing your students any more favors than that by helping them unleash their potential. Thank you for listening. And I hope you are, after this three-part series, I hope you are three steps closer to making the classroom of your dreams come true. If you enjoyed this three-part series or if you did not, um, please let me know either way. Uh, leave it, leave it. Uh, comment and just share your thoughts what worked for you what didn't work for you what do you need more context on what do you need uh what do you need less context on please let me know what what's what's good and and, and what's not in this three-part series because i would like to simply i would like to simplify it and uh make it into just a one episode thing now that the full range of the uh my little three-act theory is fleshed out now i can kind of give you the uh the major talking points in one episode if if that's something that y'all want so please leave a comment uh leave a rating download subscribe as always and check it check out punkrockpreschool.com so 014 that's this episode and you can get that freebie of our of our full year curriculum plan check the show notes and i have links to everything else that i mentioned in this episode and like i said please leave comments because we're in this together and we are working together to change the world one classroom at a time so until next time keep rocking